Hey, what's up you guys? My name is Chris, and welcome to another episode of the Stavson 3D Podcast. Once again today, I am recording this while driving, so I apologize in advance for any background noise that you might hear, uh, but I'm trying to make sure that I keep this podcast as up-to-date as possible, and just make sure that I'm providing the content um, as it happens. So, uh, today, I, um, I spent most of the day reaching out to new potential clients. I probably made, I don't know, like 40 phone calls or something. Um, and, uh, one of the things that if you, if you look around and listen to any, uh, advice out there about starting a new business, one of the common threads is the importance of patience. Uh, that's something that definitely comes up a lot. Um, one of the people that I mentioned in the last podcast that I'm probably going to be mentioning a lot is, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. And one of the things that he talks about sometimes is how frustrating it is when someone comes up to him and says, you know, like, I, I, I just don't know what's going wrong. I don't know why my business isn't just taking off yet. I've, I've been working at this for so long and it's been so hard and it just, it, nothing's working. And he asked them, well, how long have you been working on your business? And they're like, I mean, a whole four months now. And he just laughs at them because like, no, I mean, four months is not enough time. Six months, a year, that's not enough time. I mean, when you're thinking about starting up a business, you need to be talking more in terms of five, 10, 20 years. Um, so I, I'm definitely still pretty early on, and so it makes sense that things haven't really taken off yet. There's still a lot of cold calls, a lot of emails, just trying to get something going. Um, but I think one of the things that is important to keep in mind is even the things that seem like failures, like you, you call someone up and... Uh, um, a, a lot of those phone calls, you know, you call them up and they don't even answer. So you just leave a voicemail and maybe they get back to you. Probably they won't, but you leave a voicemail anyway. Uh, but even the ones where you do get a response, you talk to a person and then they say, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds really interesting what you're doing, but I'm not interested. I've, I've already got someone that's taking care of that sort of thing. Uh, it, it's hard intuitively not to think of that as a uh, as a failure because you know here's this person that you didn't just fail to reach them you did reach them and then they told you I don't want what you can provide it's hard not to see that as a failure but when you're thinking of things in terms of, of you know like, like five or ten years down the road I think that it's a lot easier to put that into perspective because even if you didn't get this project, even if you didn't get a new client today, you still reached out to someone to let them know that you're there. And as you do start gaining clients, then uh, eventually, you know, like, like, like you, you've already sown that seed in that person's mind and maybe they won't even remember you, but the next time they, they do see your work or see what you can do, hear your name, there might be something in the back of their mind that says, wait, I, I, I do actually recognize that name. I, I don't remember from where, but uh, I, I, I do recognize 
them. And because of that, you are still spreading your brand, your name, uh, you're, you're getting your business out there. Um, and so uh, all, all of these calls that I made today, uh, I, I, I don't like phone calls. Um, it's definitely something that I struggle with a lot. And so I'm kind of surprised that I just kept making phone calls one after another today. Uh, partly because, you know, like that's, it's just something that you have to do. Uh, the impetus behind it today was I checked my voicemail and saw that I'd, uh, I, I had a voicemail from someone that was responding to an email where I let them know that I do architectural visualization and I'm also trying to get into drafting. And so they, or they called me and left me a voicemail saying that they're actively looking for a draftsman. So I reached out to them today, and they, um, I, I kind of explained that, you know, I am pretty new to this stuff, uh, and they said, well, in that case, we probably won't end up being a, a very good fit, uh, which, you know, that that's fine, um, because this is new. I don't want to uh, sign up for a project that is uh, outside of my wheelhouse just for it to fail and start getting that bad reputation. Um, I, I would much rather be engaged in, in a project where we all know what, what I'm able to do. So I, uh, what I'll probably do is I'll probably do a couple of projects just kind of like for just kind of for fun projects where I'll do the drafting for a house and I'll send that out to them so that they can see, uh, you know, I am new, but this is what I'm able to do. That way they've got like an accurate and tangible um, example of, of what my skill set is because um, they, uh, uh, they they were definitely very open um, to to the idea they were very nice um, it was a, it was a pretty good conversation um, but uh, anyway that so that didn't ultimately end up uh, in a uh, gaining gaining a new client. I had a few more conversations where people seemed pretty interested and referred me to other people. Uh, and again, nothing, nothing yet. Uh, I haven't gotten any responses. You know, I mean, it's it's been less than a day since I called all these people. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens in the next week or so. Um, I'll, I'll uh, keep you guys updated as that develops. There was one person who I spoke to where I, what I was kind of first asking about was more about the drafting side of things and asking, you know, is there like a certificate or something that, uh, what I was kind of envisioning was something sort of like the SATs where there's this information online where you can just study up for this test and then uh, go in and take a test, and voila, now you're a certified drafter. Um, and uh, kind of the uh, ultimate answer that I got was, no, not really. Uh, basically, it's, I mean, there's, if you're able to do drafting, then that's kind of, like, like you, you just need to show someone that, hey, I can do drafting. Here's some examples of what I can do. Um, uh, there's not really like a, a certificate for it unless, uh, unless you were to, 
uh, you, know, you know, go through a university, get a degree of some kind in drafting or architecture or something like that, um, which in some ways is relief, in other ways is, uh, like, I was kind of hoping that I might be able to just get a certificate and that would at least be a, a little bit of an extra boost um, to, to prove to people that, you know, I, I am worth your time. Um, but anyway, so uh, in the end, I, I've, I've realized that there's probably not much of a certification. If you guys know differently, then please reach out to me. Let me know what certifications are worth looking into uh, because that would be, um, I, I would be very interested in that. Um, but anyway, so back to this conversation. I, I, was at, I was first asking him about drafting, and I think he sort of misunderstood me and basically said that basically it's more of a skill set. Like if you're able to, like it's an illustration thing, like it's if you're able to uh, draw trees, if you're able to take the 2D you know, layout and turn it into like a, a, a realistic environment. And so, so he was envisioning the, uh, or, or he thought I was asking about the ArcViz side of things, like the, the visualizations. Um, and so I, uh, one of the things he said was, you know, I can do the engineering stuff, but the, I, I can't draw the visuals for it. Um, and some people can, some people can't. And so I kind of circled back to that and said, you know, actually, I'm one of those people that kind of can. Uh, that's that's what I'm doing. That's that's uh, that's where I I started my business was was with that intent of creating visualization. And so I asked if he was interested in that, and he said, sure, feel free to stop by whenever. And so I drove out there and. Uh, met with him in person and just brought a couple of examples of some of the things that I can do. And uh, he said that most of what he does is more engineering and surveying and that kind of thing as opposed to architecture. Architecture is a, a really small portion of what he does in his business. And so uh, I, I sent him an email afterwards and gave him a link to my website, my portfolio, uh, which I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode, but if you want to see my portfolio, it's staffson3d.com, uh, just like the name of this podcast, staffson3d.com. Um, backslash portfolio takes you to the portfolio landing um, or, or you can easily find it in the header of the website. Uh, but so, so I sent him a link to that um, in case you know he does get another architecture project, and he seemed pretty encouraging. Like he said, you know, this is definitely something that you can make a business out of. I mean, it's it's a a great skill set. Uh, there's there's a lot of opportunity here, which is kind of like it, it's encouraging. It's also kind of funny because I've gotten that response from a lot of people that are not in a position to hire me. Um, like, there, a, a lot of people will look at what I can do and say, that's so cool. Like, like there's definitely a market for that. You, you should definitely be able to make a business out of this. And I'm just kind of like, I know I'm trying. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. Um, so it, it's, it's a... a Anyway, just kind of, it, it is encouraging that I do get so many responses like that, that of people that are very confident in my abilities. 
Um, I mean, in, in some ways, it means that, you know, that means it's just a matter of time. Just getting my name out there, uh, giving people links to my website so that they have me as a resource for when they choose to um, to utilize my skill set. Uh, it, it is definitely a little bit frustrating that it's that uh, so often the people that are in a position to hire me are not interested. Um, but again, like it's it's uh, we're, we're we're playing the long game here, right? We're looking at five, 10, 20 years down the road, not this week. I uh, kind of lost my train of thought for a minute. Um, again, I'm, I'm driving, so I'm not, uh, my mind is kind of pulled in multiple directions at the moment. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I, I'm gonna edit that dead space out, but um, where I was going was uh, as far as like, uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of encouragement from some people and discouragement from others in a certain sense, but uh, as far as the discouragement that I'm getting, you know, mo most of the feedback that I've received is uh, very constructive in that the, the people that say they don't want my skill set typically say, I don't want your skill set because my drafter already does 3D stuff. And uh, most, of, most of the 3D that drafters come up with is like, using SketchUp or something like that, which which is a good program. It, it serves its purpose. Um, it, it does a, a good job of, you know, displaying a pretty simple 3D model. Um, what I'm able to provide, of course, is a lot more realistic. It includes things like grass and trees and sunshine, shadows and, and all the rest to create a full immersive environment that, uh, that you're able to look at and say, hey, that looks like, I mean, that looks like it could be a picture. Uh, in, in fact, I, I've had quite a few renders where I've shown it to someone and said, hey, look at this thing that I did. And they are confused because they assume that I did something with a picture that I found online. Um, and so, so that, that's a pretty exciting milestone. Um, but anyway, so, so I'm able to definitely provide a lot more than what SketchUp can offer. But for most contractors, it's enough to say, I mean, you can tell what the space looks like. You're able to get kind of a basic feel of the, of the space and the layout and that kind of thing, which for the contractor is probably good enough because they also have a good understanding of what sort of finish they apply to the house at the end, what, what kind of floors they put in and what that's going to look like. They, they, they know the whole process, right? And so by having just a basic 3D, uh, very low quality 3D model, they're able to visualize the rest. But for the client, it's a lot harder to visualize all that extra stuff because, you know, in most cases, the like, I, I don't think that there are very many clients that will commission a new house to be built very often, right? Like for most of them, it's probably the first time that they've designed a house. Even if they've lived in multiple houses before, this is probably the first time that they've hired a contractor to build their house. Um, so, so for them, having that 3D model, it's nice, it's, it's helpful, they're able to visualize some stuff, but having more realism is definitely gonna be more beneficial for them. 
Um, but that said, I'm not pitching to the client directly, right? I, I'm pitching to the contractor. And so I need to make sure that my skill set reflects their needs. And the visualization is part of that, but it's not a strong enough part to where it warrants an extra bill, an extra meeting, an extra, uh, you know, part of, like, like a this chunk of their time. And so what I'm focusing my attention on now is more the drafting side, making sure that I learn enough drafting to where um, I, I can be a one-stop shop for the contractor, where I can do the visualization with their client and help, help them with all the design and everything, and then turn all of that into a uh, uh, building plans that we can submit to the city. And then after all of that, uh, you know, then start creating some really nice architectural renders. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting how, you know, failure, we, we have such a, an interesting view of failure and I, uh, uh, I, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I, I'm not sure, so I'll, I'll repeat it. There's a video with Will Smith where he talks about how our, our uh, view of failure is so skewed because, um, you know, failure, that, that's, that's where all the value, that, that's where all the lessons are. That's where we learn, that's where we grow as people. And he, he uses the example of like going to the gym, where going to the gym is planned failure. You go there because eventually you want to be able to do, I don't know, 100 pull-ups. And right now you can do two. And so you go there over and over and over again in order to do two at a time. And then eventually you bump that up to five and then 10, and et cetera, et cetera. And so you're intentionally failing over and over and over again with the knowledge that your body is going to eventually adapt and grow. And so we should really have a much more positive view of failure because like in this case, you know, again, I, I made about 40 phone calls today and none of those turned into uh, an, at least an immediate um, new client, right? And um, a lot of them I didn't get, I didn't even reach a person. And then the ones that I did reach, a lot of them were interested, uh, et cetera. And so it, it can be discouraging, but again, like, like through those interactions with the people that I did speak to, with the people that said that they were not interested, they usually gave me a reason why, which means that now I know this is definitely something that I need to focus my attention on. And it's, uh, so, so it, it is definitely an interesting way of looking at things as uh, an opportunity for, um, for growth and added value um, as, as a person and as you're trying to develop your business. Um, but anyway, so that's, uh, I guess, most of what I wanted to share with you today is just the, the value of patience with yourself, patience with failure, perseverance, don't look at the short term. Look at what you want to eventually accomplish and keep your eyes on that and be very aware that it's going to take time. Like anything that is worthwhile is going to take time. And it, it all starts with these, these little actions, you know, making a couple of phone calls, 
it, it doesn't take that long. You know, I, I, I made 40 today. And uh, again, not that most of those turn into big, long conversations or anything, but it, it's, they were quick. Uh, and so you, you just need to keep plugging away uh, and keep researching, you know, look into each person that you call. You should look into, uh, a, a lot of people will talk about how you need to like research the business you're going to call before you call them. Um, I feel like that term research it is a good word, but it can sometimes be a little bit scary. Uh, I mean, by research, I mean, like, at least go to their website. If they have a website, see what they do. See what kind of quality they are able to provide. Look at the quality of their website. Look at, you know, any testimonials that they've got. I mean, you don't need to spend, like, hours on each company researching what they're profits are or whatever just get kind of a basic feel any information that you're able to glean about someone uh from from your investigation uh that, that's going to make that conversation that much easier when you're speaking with them over the phone um but yeah so make sure that you're doing your research uh again it, it might only be a couple of minutes and then you give them a call and then you offer you know this is this is what i'm able to do um, and again, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from a position of mostly ignorance. I, th this podcast is to share my experiences as I'm going through them, my thoughts as I'm having them, and just kind of keeping you guys in the loop as I'm developing my business. So I, I'm definitely not a guru when it comes to starting up a new business. I am new to this. Um, but I, I have been listening to, you know, a bunch of advice from other people that are gurus. So I'm passing on along, uh, some of that and how that information applies to my experience. So anyway, hopefully you guys find this useful and I will, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you probably in a couple days with a new episode. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.